Right, a lesson from God's Word and a lesson for our sermon is from the New Testament from 1 Peter chapter 1. Since you call on a father who judges each person's work impartially, live out your time as foreigners here in reverent fear. For you know it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Through him you believe in God, who raised him from the dead and glorified him, so your faith and hope are in God. Now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth, so that you have sincere love for each other, love one another deeply from the heart. For you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God. For all people are like grass, and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord endures forever. And this is the word that was preached to you. This is God's word. Dear friends of Jesus, Over 100 years ago, a, a Canadian government official went to meet with an old native chief. This government official wanted to buy that chief's tribal lands in Alberta, Canada. And so the government official, he spread out in front of the chief a whole big pile of dollar bills. And he said to them, this is what we trade with. All this money, it's worth so much. I will give you all of this for your land. Without saying a word, the, the chief, with his hands, took up some dirt from the ground and he packed it into a ball. And then he put that ball of earth into the fire. And it, it baked, but it didn't crack and it, it didn't burn. And he turned and he said to the government official, now you put your money in the fire and see if it lasts as long as the earth does. Of course, the man said, well, I can't do that. My money's going to burn up. And so the chief said, I don't think your paper money is worth as much as our land is, is it? Because the fire burns your paper money up. The wind blows it away. The rain makes it rot. But none of those hurt our land. The fire, the wind, the rain, none of that hurts our land. I don't think you're making us a very fair trade. Why would I and my people trade you our land for your paper money. And the official didn't know how to respond. That story's kind of stuck with me. I've heard it. It's, it's made me evaluate my own life. What are the things that I value? Would the things that seem so important to me pass that test? Would the things that you value most, would it pass the test of Fire and wind and rain. And if not, maybe those things aren't as valuable as we think they are. For us, is it, is it money too? It burns in fire. And it burns up when banks struggle and close. Is it a house? All it takes is one tornado. Is it a job? All it takes is one boss who changes his or her mind 
I bet that government official was surprised how that conversation went. Right? Money, it seems so valuable, right? It seems so permanent and, until you realize that it isn't. What, what are you valuing in your life? More specifically, the Bible asks you today, are you, are you focusing on things that are perishable? If we are, then Peter says that we're following the empty way of life that was handed down to us from our ancestors. Now, all of us have different lives, but I bet each one of us has to admit that often we focus our lives on perishable things. You know what that word perishable means? When I first came here two years ago, I was kind of scoping out the church, and I found in one of the, the cupboards in the kitchen some cans of Diet Dr. Pepper. And now, you should know that if I find food anywhere here around the church, it's just fair game. All right? And so I opened one and I drank it. And it was awful. It was absolutely awful. And now maybe you'd say, oh, I should not know, it was Diet Dr. Pepper. What was I expecting, right? But it was, it was worse than it should have been. And so, of course, what I did was a couple days later, I tried another can. I mean, right? you think I might have learned my lesson, right? But it was awful. It also was absolutely awful. So I waited a little while longer. And a few days later, I tried Took a third can, but before I opened it, I looked at the date on it. And it said, Best Buy, November 2017. And this was July 2021. Right? It was four years expired. I can tell you, without a doubt, that Diet Dr. Pepper is perishable. It doesn't last forever. Can't even make it four years. Does anything? anything last forever? There's actually a whole book of the Bible written about this. There's a whole book of the Bible that's all about how everything is perishable. Do you know what book that is? It's the book of Ecclesiastes. I know that that book has a strange name. It sounds kind of funny. But the book of Ecclesiastes is one of the most practical books in the Bible. If you were to just to start reading the first four or five chapters, it would hit home for you. In Ecclesiastes, King Solomon decides that he's going to investigate where he can find meaning in life. And he tries everything. He tries wisdom, learning everything he could possibly learn. And he tries pleasure. He refused to deny himself any pleasure in life. They tried accomplishments trying to do as many big things as he could possibly accomplish. And do you know what? After all of this trial, what King Solomon realized? He realized that everything is meaningless. It's all meaningless. That's not to say that God doesn't give us some blessings here in life on earth. But what Solomon wanted to teach us is that it all passes away. It all goes away. None of it lasts. It's meaningless. If you realize that in life, if you realize how this empty way of life that we've been handed down from the people before us, life is so perishable. And so God today wants you to recognize that your life can be based on something completely different. Our lesson says you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life that was handed down to you from your ancestors. 
The good news of the Bible is that God has redeemed us. God has saved us. God has redeemed us from this empty way of life. But he redeemed us not with perishable things like gold and silver. It's kind of ironic to hear God use those as the perishable things. Because to us today, gold and silver are about as valuable and secure and lasting as anything in life, right? Someone gives you a gold ring. You think, this person must really love me. Someone gives you a diamond. You think, this person must really love me. And God says, that's nothing. All the gold in the world, that's nothing. The biggest diamonds in the world, that's nothing. Do you know how much I love you? God says, says, it was not with perishable things such as gold and silver that you were redeemed, but with the precious blood of Christ. God says to you, you are worth more than all of the gold in the world. You are worth more than the biggest diamond in the world. You are worth the precious blood of Jesus. So we just finished talking about a Good Friday on Easter Sunday how Jesus was willing to sacrifice himself, his own life, to rescue us from sin, to rescue us from the emptiness of this world. And the more that you learn about Jesus, the more amazing what Jesus did is. Our lesson says he was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last days for your sake. When did Jesus first know what it would take for him to save us? Before the creation of the world. Before God ever made anything, God knew how much we would sin against him. And so what did God have the chance to do? Not do it. Not even start. And yet he did. Knowing full well what it would cost. Knowing full well what he would have to give up. Why did God do it? It's because he loves you. It's because to God you are worth more than gold or silver. You are worth the precious blood of Christ. Here's what that means. Through him, through Jesus, you have faith in God who raised him from the dead and glorified him and so your faith and hope are in God. If you're a Christian, your faith and hope are in God. What is there that lasts forever? God. He is imperishable. What is there that has power even over death? God. God is imperishable. What is there that will never be destroyed by a tornado, that will never rot in a flood, that will never be burned up with fire? God. God is imperishable. He passes that test. The fire, the wind, the rain, it can't harm our God Your faith and hope are in God, the imperishable one. I bet some of you are are listening and you're thinking, yeah, yeah, this isn't really anything new, right? Heaven is what lasts forever. God lasts forever. We got it, Pastor. We'll see you next week. No, then you don't have it. You don't got it. See, if you really grasp this, it's meant to change your life. It's meant to change how you think about things. Peter goes on to quote an old verse from the Old Testament, from the book of Isaiah. It's a verse that says, All people are like grass, 
And all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall. But the word of the Lord endures forever. All people, even all of our glory, is like grass, like one of those flowers talked about with the kids. Doesn't last. Even the best things that we do fade away. Who won the World Series in 1930? Come on, this is a big deal, right? The World Series. I bet there was a big parade. I bet they got rings. You don't remember? The, The Philadelphia Athletics. I bet that was a big deal. I bet there was a lot of glory that went with it. Who remembers that today? Ironically, the the Philadelphia Athletics aren't even in Philadelphia anymore. They moved to Kansas City. Kansas City Athletics, any of you remember that? And then they left Kansas City and they went to Oakland, the Oakland Athletics, and now they just decided to leave Oakland and go to the Las Vegas Athletics and all the greatest glory of us human beings fades away. Who was the U.S. president in 1879? Come on, we haven't had that many presidents, right? Just like 40-something, right? The most important person in our country, we like to think in the whole world. 1879, who was the president? Rutherford Hayes. I bet when Rutherford Hayes was president, he was a pretty important person. Whoever thinks of Rutherford Hayes today, even if you're the U.S. president, how long does that glory last? So quickly fades away. What is it that endures forever? The word of the Lord endures forever. Is that what you focus your life on? When I was at this retreat a week and a half ago with other pastors from my, my graduating class, One of the sessions we were at focused on how does a pastor know if he's successful? How does a pastor tell if he's focusing on the right things in ministry? And I might bet that the easiest way is to look at the numbers. How many people are coming to church? Has that been going up? How many members are there in the church? That's always the tempting way to gauge. Well, how successful have I been? But the person who was presenting to us, he He had a different perspective. He said, maybe this is how you should gauge your ministry. How many of the people in my church are in God's word often? How often are the people in my church in God's word? That's a pretty simple thought, but I never thought like that before. If, If God's word is what endures forever, if God's word is what changes hearts and minds, If God's word is what gives us faith and hope in Jesus, then how do you gauge how successful a church's ministry has been? It's not all about the numbers. How often are the people we're in contact with in God's word? Because everything else is going to fade away. Everything else is going to fade away. Our beautiful church building is going to grow old. Even the newest songs that we sing in our services, pretty soon they're going to sound outdated. The 
clothes that you dressed up in today, 20 years from now, you're going to look back and say, people wore that? Right? The way that you did your hair today, when you see a picture in 20 years, you're going to look back and say, why did I do that? Because it's all going to fade away. Right? Every, every single thing. What is the only thing that has lasted from the time of Jesus 2,000 years ago to us today? What's the only thing that has endured? It's the Word of God. It is the Word of God. Everything else fades away. You can't take any of it with you. So let's think honestly to ourselves. I, I bet some of us here today can quote the scores from the NBA playoff games last night. But can you quote the Word of God? I bet some of us can sing along to every one of our favorite songs. Can you quote the Word of God? I bet some of us can recite the talking points of our favorite political party. Can you quote the Word of God? I bet some of us can rattle off how our stocks did this last week. Can you quote the Word of God? Just remember this. Everything else is just grass. Grass is nice. I really like grass. But grass doesn't last very long. It all fades away. You can't take it with you. Except actually one other thing. There is one other thing that you can take with you. We've talked about the imperishable blood of Christ that price that God paid on the cross to save you and me. We talked about the imperishable word of God, which endures forever, which is always true. There, there is actually one more thing in life that is imperishable. Do you know what it is? It's you. Peter says, you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God, you are imperishable. Now, of course, you have to understand that in the right way. We also heard that we people are like grass and we, we fade away and that's true. We come and go. We live and we die. But this is God's promise to you and me that through faith in Jesus, which comes through the word of God, which comes through baptism, through faith in Jesus, how long are you and I going to live? Forever. You are imperishable. The person sitting next to you is imperishable. That's why Peter says this. Love one another deeply from the heart. You see, if you understand Jesus sacrificed the imperishable blood of Christ shed on the cross, if you understand the imperishable word of God that's the foundation of our lives, that doesn't mean that it, you're separated from people. That doesn't mean that you don't care about the people around you. In fact, the opposite is true. The more you know about Christ and his word, the more you are to care for the people around you. Love one another deeply from the heart. Do you know why? When you look around, the only thing that is going to endure that you see, the only thing that's going to last, are the people. Even that, that old sheep didn't have it quite right. The, the land, it's going to burn up too on Judgment Day. The earth itself is going to fall, fall apart. 
But you know what's going to last forever? It's the people. Whoever it is, according to, to God, they're, they're worth Jesus' blood. Whoever it is, every single person is, is going to be around forever in heaven or in hell. Can you see what that makes us do? If we're going to focus on the imperishable, we're going to focus on Christ and his word and what are we going to focus on? People. Love one another deeply from the heart. This changes things. I know I need to hear these words. I'm one of those people who really like sports. I could tell you some of the scores from the games last night. I'm always checking. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Right? It doesn't matter. It's all perishable. What matters is my, my wife and my kids. They deserve all the time and attention I can give them, right? Because they're the ones who are going to last forever. I really like food. I bet some of you really like food too. Right? Sometimes I'll just think, and think about what I get to eat next. Right? You do that too. I can't wait to have fill in the blank and then 20 minutes later it's gone. And you say, now what? Right? It's perishable. But then you think about the people that you get to eat that food with. Aren't they the ones who are really special? The people you get to share that time with, they're the ones that continue to endure. May we come back to money. And you've been so generous to me and my family. I'm realizing this thing as I, as I go through life, the, the more money that, that I make, the more things I have to spend my money on. Have you realized this too? Right, some of you make more than I do, and I, I bet the more money that you have, the more things you have to put that money toward, and it's perishable, right? But those relationships that you have, those relationships are actually one thing that you can take from this world into the next. Right, what's God calling you to refocus yourself on? Love one another deeply from the heart. You see, every single day, the devil, Satan, he comes to us just like that government official in Canada. Every single day, that, that devil comes to us and he lays out before us all this stuff. And he says, look at all this. Don't you want to have all of this? But just remember, it's just paper. It's all going to burn up. All of it's going to burn up, except Christ. Except the blood of Christ that he shed on the cross for us. We can trust in that. Everything else is going to pass away. Except, except the word of God. Except the word of God that endures forever. That is always true no matter what. Everything else is going to wear out. Except, except people. Except the people whom God allows to live forever. It is not with perishable things that you have been redeemed but with the precious blood of Christ, do not trade away the imperishable blessings of God for the perishable things of this world. Focus on the imperishable. <coughs> Amen. Let's say a prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, just like people of all times and ages, it's so easy for us to focus on what we see and what we touch
Yet you remind us in your word today that all of this is perishable. It's not going to last. We in our culture and our society, we're like flowers that are beautiful for a moment and then fade away. In your word today, Heavenly Father, you tell us about some things that truly last forever, that are imperishable. It's the precious blood of Christ that you shed for us to tell us how much we're worth to you. It's the word of God that you've given to us that has endured for thousands of years and will remain true forever. And it's the people that you put into our lives, people to whom you offer eternal life through faith in Jesus. Dear, dear Father, help us never to trade away these imperishable blessings that you give us for the perishable things of life. Help us to focus our lives on what truly lasts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.